everybody and welcome back to the second recording of talk funny to me it is just me going solo today again because the topic of today's episode is very very personal and it's something I did something that I have to live with and I had to you know it was my life so I decided to do this alone. Today I'm going to be talking about a breakup that I recently went through um, where there was cheating and there was getting back together and there was another girl involved and there was lying and there was just scandal and there was heartbreak and tears and all of this stuff. So to start, um, I got into this relationship in January. I'd known the guy for three years. We were close friends. We talked often. We were really good. You know, we were healthy. We just talked about life. In about November, things started to get a little, I would say, hot and heavy. Um, that is because... I think we both at this point realized that, oh, this person, you know, I like you. Ooh. Oh my god, water is so good. Stay hydrated. (laughs) But anyways, so it was around November, right around my birthday, when we started getting touchy, hanging out one-on-one, flirting heavily, texting even more, talking about the future, and all this. Now, of course, that's all good and great. However, this other girl was, he was talking to another girl from September to, like, December. So he was talking to her while me and him were getting it on in the fucking library after we'd all hung out with all of our friends in November. So that was first red flag. That was where I should have been like, oh, no, not going there. That was literally the amount of regret I feel for not noticing that in the beginning is crazy. Now, moving on to December, we've been on and off all this time. He stops talking to this girl. He starts talking to her again. Then he stops talking to me because me and him get in a fight. I don't even remember what the fight was about, honestly, but we just didn't talk for about two weeks in December from like December 10th, I would say. No, December 11th because that was his birthday until... December 31st. Two, like that amount of time, we didn't talk. I was doing better. I was healthy. I was hanging out with my friends. I didn't care. You know, I missed him a little bit because, oh, cute little girl crushes. Love, love. Of course, I was a fucking idiot. Fucking idiot with many exclamation marks. Absolutely stupid. He texts me. On December 30th, because on December 29th, me and my friend, who is also a guy, 
had gone out because I texted another friend and been like, hey, can you pick this up for me at a gas station and drop it by my house? And he was like, yeah, of course. And I was like, okay. So I go out there to give him the cash before he goes to the gas station. And lo and behold, who's in the fucking car? This fucking kid. And his brother. And I was like, are you... I literally... I didn't say anything. I didn't even look at him. I just... Oh my god. Worst. Oh my god. So I gave him the money. And of course, I was with this guy. And I was wearing spandex. And I was wearing a big t-shirt. But like, my ass was vividly popping in those gray spandex let me just say so the next morning after he sees me with this other guy he texts me at like 12 1 I think 1 p.m 12 a.m all this stuff so he texts me he goes I miss you a latte with a little coffee emoji and goes, please come back into my life. I, being a stupid bitch, literally tell him, please don't ever leave me again. Who says that? Who said, I'm so angry with myself sitting here thinking about the little girl that fucking said, please don't ever leave me makes me want to vomit physically dry heave gag get lynched it literally makes me want to die so of course then we're back on good terms and I go to a new year's party on December 31st later this day later after later after he texts me so I go to this new year's party I'm in Turner's Falls with my friends I'm doing all the shit he's like no boys I'm like (laughs) that's funny because you were literally talking to that other bitch fucking five minutes ago didn't say it though I was just like okay of course there was a guy or two there and I didn't really tell him that but he got mad when I posted on my story because we all got food and there was of course one of the guys was sitting there eating like pizza and he was like oh so I thought there were no guys there and I was like oh he's just one of my friend's friends he's leaving soon she was like, okay, he let it pass. I was like, yes, he's not mad, yay. Uh-huh. Being the stupid little bitch that I was and probably still am. So the next morning, so I pass out at like, you know, 3 or 4 a.m. Text him all night, of course. You know, <laughs> literally all fucking night. All New Year's. So he was my New Year's boy. <sighs> so I'm going home. From Turner's Falls. My first meal of 2019, by the way, was McDonald's. Live it up, bitch. That's the line. That's the motto. Yes. Okay. So all of Jan so between January 1st and January 19th, we started dating on January 19th. We were talking, flirting, hugging in the hallways, skipping class with each other. The two weeks between January 1st and January 19th which school vacation and or vacation ends on like January 4th or something so from like January 5th to January 19th excluding weekends we were skipping class 
you know, dry humping in the fucking hallway. We never slept together at this point. We never even kissed at this point. Just remember that, ladies and gentlemen. No lip touching at all. So progress to a party he threw on January 19th. Or no, January 18th. He threw a party and I was like, okay, I'm a come over. So many people were there. I was like, oh god. So there was a vodka and I like I wasn't a heavy drinker at this point. Like I didn't really do alcohol as much as I would in the future I was mainly just I mainly just smoked because green man loved the green so I was like okay so I had like a little bit to drink I smoked I hit my friend's dab pen I was having a good time we were kind of we were hardcore flirting listening to music everyone was just having a blast I went home at 1 30 in the morning because my mom didn't want me to sleep over there I was like okay I was really mad I wanted to sleep over, but now I'm like, thank God, because, <laughs> so the So, the same day, technically, because I left at 1.30, I woke up at, like, you know, probably 11, and later that night, I went to babysit, and I got this text from Josh, uh, Jonathan, we're gonna call him, Jonathan, the boy, Jonathan. So, I, I, ha- I was, I was going to go Jake, but then I want Jonathan as his code name. So, yes. So, to continue on this episode, we last left off at the text from the the boy the man the guy and so obviously I was babysitting the kids were asleep I was just watching tv it was like cartoons I was chilling out I was you know relaxed all this stuff and he shoots me this text message and he's like I'm ready to make you mine now you know everyone like you want that if you like a boy and a boy likes you, you want, you literally want him to say those exact words, I want you to be mine. Like, that is the most beautiful thing someone can say to you as a young girl who has a crush on a boy. Um, so obviously I was like, oh my god, yeah, like, in my head, this is all currently going on in my head, I was like, oh my god, yes, finally, this is happening, I'm not gonna be single anymore, he likes me, yes, 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 dream come true, but then, like, my rational side started to come in, and all the negative stuff that people have told me about this guy, like, oh, don't go there, he's been with a lot of girls, it's all ended really badly, don't do it, steer clear of him don't even be friends with him yada 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 all this shit obviously I completely ignored that and was like are you sure and he was like yes absolutely and so yada yada we're dating right on January 19th is the day we got together now the first part the first section of time in your relationship 
is I think the most fun, carefree, you guys are just in love or in lust or whatever you want to call it, happy, doing whatever, no really big problems have arisen yet. Now with this relationship, it went so fast, things moved so quickly. It went from him coming over once a week to twice a week to him literally being at my house every single day to him coming over at six in the morning to hang out with me all day on a snow day in January because snow is a hell of a lot so he would come here on snow days and just stay he started sleeping over in February over February vacation We didn't have sex until after a month of our relationship. It was a Thursday during February vacation, and it was nice. It was cute. It was good. It was sweet. Obviously, when you start having sex as a teenager, as a young person, you start having sex a lot. And I think think that's good. Because you're young, whatever. No fucks given. But it started going to the point where I was never not with him. I was, he was always there. We would shower together. We would brush our teeth together. We would pee together. We would eat together. We would, he would come to my doctor's appointments, my therapy appointments. It was amazing I loved it. I loved having someone who I felt so open with and so, like, I could do no wrong. Like, I could not wear makeup. I could not look my best. I could be in a fucking horrible mood, and he would still be there. Like, I felt like, oh, this is what love is. It's love, 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 love. Yes. Now, that's all good until we bring in the top we bring in the topic of alcohol alcohol is something i have very mixed feelings about i have a lot of alcoholics in my family a lot of recovered alcoholics i know a lot of people who have alcoholics in their family and i know what alcohol does to the people you love it literally changes who someone is. My dad had hepatitis so bad that if he ever drinks a hard alcohol again, he will die. Like, he cannot drink. So alcohol, it is a very personal thing with me. I have gotten drunk. I have, I'm not a drinker, I would say. I don't drink every day. I only really drink at parties with my friends. But this kid, the kid I was in a serious relationship with, was a hard alcoholic I say this with with the most amount of respect that I can but you cannot have a functioning relationship if you have a relationship like that with alcohol it is not possible the two are not compatible you cannot do that you have to be a functioning human being on your own before you can take in another human being and have a relationship with them. Alcohol does things to you. You are not in the right mindset when you are drunk. 
trust me, I've been drunk. I've been drunk often. I've seen people that are drunk. It's not something... Like, you don't want to be in that state 24-7. You don't want to be around someone who's in that state 24-7. So, he was bringing alcohol into my house. I was fine with that. You know, let's get drunk. Let's party. Let's have some fun. Right? And so we did that. And it was fun. And it was good. But it started happening really often. He started always having alcohol here. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I like getting drunk, but I don't want to get drunk every day. I don't even want to get drunk every other day or every third day. It's something that is fun because it's not often. It's not every single fucking week. Maybe on the weekends during the summer every single weekend, but even then, it's kind of pushing it. So... He didn't have a job or a car, and yet he drank often. So that was a giant-ass red flag that I ignored for way too long. That should have been my first, you know, little note that, like, help this kid stop drinking. Like, tell him that he needs to stop drinking in order for you to continue this relationship because it was going rapidly fast he had a toothbrush at my house he went with me like I said everywhere he'd met my family I'd met his family within like three months of our relationship so the alcohol thing was a really big aspect of the issue in fact I think all of the pro like 90% of the problems that arose were from this love affair were because of his drinking tendencies. There is no excuse for the things that he did that I will current that I will tell you about in a few moments. But alcohol made it so much worse. And honestly, part of me does think that if he weren't drunk during some of the situations, some of the shit that went down that affected me wouldn't have happened. But you know what? It did. And there's no excuse for that. I'm not making excuses for that for him. He's a grown-ass fucking man. He needs. He needed to get his shit together. He still does. It was not the alcohol. It was not personal problems. It was his fucking issues that got us into this situation, that got him into this situation that is, that I'm about to tell you about. So, in April, around the end of April, I started really feeling not good, and I went to the doctor. Obviously, he came with me. I went with him and my mom, and we all drove down to the doctor's, And, but earlier that day, he was sleeping in my bed for like two hours, and I hadn't been to school that week, so I, you know, was sitting in bed, I was awake, there was a notification that went off on his phone, obviously I looked at it, because I'm like, oh, I don't want it to be his mom, like, or his brother, because his brother always would text him, be like, where are you? So I checked it, and... Funnily enough, right under that little Snapchat notification was a text from a girl who he'd been seeing 
months and months prior. So I was like, are you fucking joking? Like, the week that I'm not in school, you're texting this girl again. I have never... So he was asleep for this. So I opened up his phone and lo and behold, text after text after text of him and her. Flirting? It wasn't obvious flirting, but I knew the signal. Trust me, I'm a girl. I know what it means to get all flirtatious with a guy and want to be funny and cute. Even when it's talking about going to a fucking hot dog stand. I know. I've been there. Trust me, girl. I know. (sighs) So he wakes up. And obviously, I'm not happy. I put his phone down. I close his tabs. I'm not happy. I won't. I'll barely talk to him. I have to get ready to go to the doctor. I really just want him to go home. Obviously, he doesn't go home. He doesn't get the signals. He understands something's wrong. He's like, did you go through my phone? Um, didn't he? I just, you know, shrugged. And he was like, why did you do that? And I just was like, shrugged. And he's like, what'd you find? And I was like, well, that you've been texting yada yada quite often. And he was like, it's just because I was bored in school. Yada yada. And... The thing that bothered me the most was there was a text message from him that said, take the hall pass, I'm bored, come out of class. Who says that to a female that you used to be talking to while you're in a committed and long-term relationship to another female who is currently at home sick with the flu? So I didn't talk to him the entire half an hour car ride to the doctor. I lay down in the back seat and he was in the front seat with my mom and he was actually very close to my mom and she was like, what's wrong? And he was like, nothing. She's mad at me. She's not talking to me. And I was like, of course, just go and talk to my mom about it. Why don't you? Lovely. So we get into the doctor. I go in. I test positive for the flu. On the ride back, we stop at a lake where I go and sit because I'm fuming and I have a fever. So I go sit by the water. About six minutes pass, and he comes over and sits down next to me. We make up. He's like, it's fine. She said if you, she said that if you want me to block her again, it's fine. It's understandable. It's probably for the best. Happy yada yada yada. I was like, oh yeah, of course. I was stupid as hell. I should not have done that. I should have been like, yeah, block her right now. I want to see you do it. I should have been. I should have done that. But you know what? I didn't do that. I ended up kissing him and hugging him and, oh, it's okay, baby. It's okay. We're fine. I'm sorry I was mad. So we get over it, right? We get over it. I didn't go to school for the next couple days. His parents, of course, were out of town that weekend. And when children's parents are out of town, when kids are over the age of 13, I would say, they throw parties. So you know what he did? He threw a rager. He had alcohol and there was weed there and there was all this shit there. Beer pong, fucking beds, everything. I was not going to that. You know why? Because I had a 102 degree fever and was throwing up. That is why I didn't go to that as much as he tried to get me to go. A lot of my friends were going, like a lot of my friends. So I was like, it's fine. I'm not worried. She's not going to be there because they're not even really close friends. I was an idiot. 
thinking that. I was an idiot. He throws a party that night. It was Saturday night, I think. No, it was Friday night. Throws a party. He texts me at 7 and I reply. He doesn't respond to me until like 8 or 9 the next morning. In that moment, I knew something was up, something was going on, what the fuck. The next day, he texted me a little bit the rest of that day. It was weird. I had a disgusting feeling in my stomach and in my head because I knew as much as I am an idiot, I'm not that much of one to not know when there's something fucking fishy as a seafood sandwich going on. So the next night, the night after, he throws another party. Doesn't text me for about 12 hours from the night until the morning. I text him the next morning, or he responds to my text from the night before. He was supposed to come over that day, but he goes, Sorry, my mom said I can't come because she doesn't want to leave my older brother alone at the house. His brother is almost 19 fucking years old. And he didn't want to leave him alone at the house because, quote-unquote, he's not responsible enough. I knew, I knew at that point there was no point in me even trying to make an excuse for him. I knew he'd done something and I knew that other girl was at the party. The next day in school, he didn't speak to me. He avoided me. I saw him once and he went into the bathroom. I have never felt more disgustingly humiliated in my entire life. Apparently other people didn't notice, but I noticed. I noticed and it hurt me that the guy I'd been sleeping with and quote unquote loving for the past four months had just avoided me the entire day. Seven hours. Seven hours. So, the next day, he did the exact same thing. Wait, no. Before this. Before this. Wait, sorry. Go back. Rewind. So, I text him after school. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And he was like, I tried to look for you. And I was like, you know, as well as I do, we've been together for a long-ass time. You know where to find me on school grounds he was like no I really tried and I was like don't lie to me like what do you think do you think I'm not actually actually that like stupid apparently he did which was another thing I'm not so happy about that he thought that he could just play that game so he comes over after school because I'm like oh no what he texts me is he's like I don't feel the same anymore I just woke up and I didn't feel the same and I was heartbroken I was crushed I was destroyed from the inside out because I didn't understand like what what four days ago you were in love with me and telling me how you wanted to have a family with me and get married to me and travel the world with me one day and now you're saying you don't feel the same because you woke up one morning and fucking on the wrong side of the bed or some shit like what 
So I was destroyed. So I text him. I'm like, can you come over just one more time for our last day and just see if it feels the same? And of course he comes over. Me and my mom go to pick him up from his fucking house. He comes over and I just cry. I just lose it. I cry and I cry and I cry. And he just tells me it's because there's a lot of stuff in his life going on. And he tells me he still loves me and he's still all this shit. And he still feels the same way and I'm like what are you saying and he goes on and off he's like yes I do no I don't yes I do no I don't for like two hours and then his friend comes and picks him up and he gives me a little heart when he walks out of my house and I am just distraught I don't know what's going on I'm crying I'm hysterical my mom is worried about me my friends are worried about me I don't know what's going on I'm worried about losing him because I don't know what I did I don't know what I did in this situation The next day in school, someone comes up to me and says, is the reason you two broke up because he cheated on you? I stood there and I go, what are you talking about? And they go, well, people are saying that at a party this weekend, he slept with someone. In that moment... I wanted to scream and throw something. And mind you, this was on an MCAS day. I had to go in and test for four hours after someone telling me that the man I was dating had cheated on me with some slut two days before. I texted him after testing and I was like, is it true? And he was like, is what? I'm like, did you sleep with someone else? He was like, yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is it? He's like, some random girl from, like, Vermont or some shit. I didn't believe it for a second. Like, a week later, as he was trying to get back with me, he told me it was the same girl who he was texting. I was at my friend's house sleeping over there. When he texted me that, I have... I was so disgusted, I wanted to throw up. I had goosebumps. I was literally choking. I just started crying. I lost it again because after all that, after all those months, after all those days and weeks and text messages and hugs and kisses and loving nights and fucking meeting my family and all this shit, he still did that. He literally slept with the one person, the one fucking person who I knew it would be. I knew it would be her. I knew it would be her. In the beginning of our fucking relationship, I was like, what if we don't... I was like, are you ever going to go back to her? He was like, no. She made me so unhappy. I have... Oh my God. Just thinking about it now makes me real. It just makes me so angry. This isn't even the worst part. And mind you, the next part that comes up is 100%. It's 50% my doing as well. This all happened on... We broke up on April 31st, 2019. He texted me again in June to ask me if I wanted to hang out with him and our mutual friend. I said sure because I'm a dumb bitch and I was lonely. 
I went to hang out with them. And after about an hour and a half, his friend his friend and me went into another room and he told me he was like yada yada is texting you texting me he's like she acts like she doesn't even know me after all the months i spent with her he was like you should go out there and talk to him so i went out there and i sat down and he just starts after like a little bit of conversation he just starts kissing me and he ends up fucking fingering me But you know what happens after this? He gets picked up about half an hour later by the girl who he is now talking to. Oh my god. Yeah. I was... I I wanted to just die. I was alone when he left and him and his friend, him and our friend left. And I was sitting there alone in the middle of my town just... What did I just do? What did I just do? Now, I didn't sleep with him in that, on that day. But about a week and a half ago, he texted me again and asked if I wanted to hang out. And I said, sure, again. That night, he ended up coming to my town at around 11, and he ended up sleeping at my house that night. He ended up leaving at about 11 the next day, and two days later, he ended up coming back over. We walked around town for hours and then came home and slept in my bed. We slept together twice that week. He told me that he didn't feel anything for the other girl, that he wanted to get back with me, that he regretted everything he did, that he loved me, that he missed me, that he told his friends that he wanted to get back with me, all this stuff. That was all lies. They were all lies. He was still talking to her. And a few days ago, I felt so badly about what I had done to this girl because it was the same thing that he had done to me. I texted her after he had told her that he cheated on her. I texted her, it was me. And she knew automatically. She didn't even have to ask me what. And so we just went on. We had this entire conversation. She saw screenshots. She saw text messages. She saw everything. She saw call logs. She goes, you have no idea. I'm hurting so much right now. I go, yes, I do. I was there. He did the same thing to me. He then called my mom and called someone that I used to have a fling with and started talking about how I had slept with him recently and all shit that was not their business that he purely told them out of getting back at me for telling this girl the truth, the 
the thing she deserved most out of anything in the world was the reality that he is a no good piece of shit and she did choose to stay with him and I cannot I just don't even know what to say to that but all I have to say right now is that that experience taught me that girls we need a healthy relationship we cannot go back to a cheater we cannot go back to someone who treated us as less than we were as toys as things they can just fuck and move on as as objects who they can have multiple of they can't own girls they can't have girls they can't have a girl for every day of the week we need to respect ourselves and we as much as it hurts to get someone out of your life we need to do that with toxic relationships both male and female i you know learned so much from this entire experience thank you so much this was this episode of talk funny to you i will see you next time